Welcome to Jeremiah Smith Ministries, a place where you can grow in God's Word. Romans 12, 2, let's look at that real quick. Now, this is kind of a weird start for a Mother's Day message, but we're going. To, you'll see where I'm going with it here in a minute. Romans 12, 2 says, And be not conformed to this world. Boy, that's a big statement. And it's easy for Christians to get conformed to the world, isn't it? It says, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. He says, that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. Amen. And there is a perfect will of God. Amen. I like the Amplified Version says, and do not conform to this world, this age, fashion after, adapt to, to its external superficial customs and be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind by its new ideals and its new attitude so that you may prove for yourselves what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. So it's easy as Christians to, to want to walk as the world walks or think like the world thinks. But as Christians, we don't think like the world thinks. You know, you, matter of fact, our Bible has us go totally different than what the world does. The Bible says that we're supposed to love our enemies. Wow, think about that. That's different than what the world does. I mean, if you just flip open a, a, some social media, you'll see that they don't love their enemies. You know, they, they don't mind saying how they feel about their enemies, you know. But, you know, the Bible says we're supposed to love our enemies. So we're totally different than the world. And God's system is totally different than the world system. You know, they, he tells us to love our enemies. He, he talks about sowing and reaping and telling us to walk in love. That's powerful. Even the Ten Commandments, that they're really, they're just all walking in love. You know, he said they're summed up in two things, you know. But if you look at the Ten Commandments, it's really just walking in love, you know. And then uh, you look at the two that he summed them up and he says, love, love the Lord God with all your heart and your mind and your soul. And he says, and love your neighbor as yourself. So it's all basically walking in love. And that's totally different than what the world is. You know, God's system is totally different than the world. And we're supposed to think like God thinks and walk like God has us to walk. Amen. And so that's where we're going with this. You know, we're, we're not supposed to be conformed to the world. Amen. We're supposed to be different. Amen. And that's what makes us special. Amen. God has created us special. And there are, as mothers and as Christians, we're not to be like the world. We're not to think like the world. God's way of thinking is much better. Since it's Mother's Day, we're going to talk about a woman who made the the fame of faith, the Hall of Fame of Faith there in Hebrews 11. So let's go over to Hebrews 11 real quick. And we're going to talk about this Mother's Day, Sarah. Amen. She made the Hall of Fame of Faith. And this is how we're going to infuse some faith in you and feed your faith. And we're going to talk about a woman of faith. Amen. Are there some women of faith out there? Are there some men of faith out there? Amen. We're supposed to be men and women of faith. If you didn't know that, I'm about to show you. Hebrews 11, let's look at what happened with Sarah here in the, in the 11th chapter. It says, through faith, also Sarah herself received to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age. Wow. Think about that. She's in her 90s and she had a child. How many of you out there are about to have a child? You got a dream on the inside. You got things on the inside you want to give birth to. Sarah did it in 90. Amen. She was able to give birth. I mean, God did a miracle in Sarah because she judged him. What? Faithful 
who had promised. Amen. How many of you believe he's faithful? How many of you believe he's going to be faithful with you? Amen. He's faithful with you and your dream and your situation. He's faithful with everything you're dealing with right now. God is faithful. Amen. That's one thing you can say about God. You know, you can't say that about any other God, but our God, he is faithful. He's faithful to what you're dealing with. He's faithful to what your friends are dealing with. He's faithful to the guy down the street, what he's needing. He is faithful, and he's faithful all at one time. He can be faithful to everybody at one time. That's how big our God is. He can he can be faithful on the other side of the planet. He can be faithful to another planet if he wanted to. He makes them. You know, he makes solar systems. He's a big God. Amen. And he is faithful to every situation that you're facing right now. You know, you say, my situation's unbelievable, Jeremiah. You ought to look at what I'm dealing with. Well, he's faithful. Amen. He's faithful to fix all your stuff. And to fix this person's stuff next to you and the person next to him and the person next to he can fix everybody's stuff at one time. That's how big God is. Amen. The 12th verse is therefore spring there even of one and him as good as dead. So many as the stars of the sky and multitude and as the sand, which is by the seashore innumerable. So she heard out of her seed spring lots of other seeds. Amen. Let's look at Hebrews 11 and 12. It kind of breaks it down in the Amplified Version. It says, because of faith, also Sarah herself received physical power. Oh, God can just infuse physical power into you. Maybe some of you are weak out there, and maybe you're dealing with some things and just physically exhausted or you're mentally exhausted. Well, you know, God can infuse physical power into you right now. Amen. I believe the Holy Ghost is doing that to some of you right now. He's infusing physical power into you right now. Oh, he can do it all at the same time. Amen. He's everywhere at once and he can do it right there. He's in your chair with you. He's in your recliner with you. He's on the couch with you. You know, wherever you're at, you could be walking right now. He's infusing physical power into you. Amen. And he's changing your day. You're feeling even different right now. I believe it even as I'm speaking. Some people are getting healed right now, even as I'm speaking, because he's infusing physical power into your life. And he infused physical power into her life to conceive a child. Now, you know, he had to do that with her. She was 90 something years old. <laughs> This was an impossible deal, but no, God, nothing's impossible for God. Boy, I'm talking about some things here. Let's, let's get into this. He's impossible. He can do anything impossible, can he? I mean, maybe your situation just looks impossible, not to him. Amen. You may think, well, it looks that way to you. Well, no, not to him. He, he looks at things different. You know, he, he'll look at it and it looks little to him. But, you know, to you, it may seem big, but that's the problem. You need to feed your faith because you have a lot bigger God than your problem. Amen. And he can fix it like no problem. He can fix your problem, like I said, and he can fix the person on the other side of the world's problem. He can fix uh, some lady at the grocery store's problem all at the same time right now because he, he's a God that fixes stuff. He, he has no problem fixing stuff. Amen. And he wants to do it for you. Amen. And that's the thing you have to work on. You need to feed your faith. Amen. You need to get in the Bible and start feeding your faith. He wants to do it for you. You're his kid. Amen. And he takes his kids pretty personal, doesn't he? And he wants to help his kid. Now, there's some mother out there. She's lost track. She doesn't even realize that you're, she's a child of God. And you think about that. If you're a child of God, he wants to take care of you, doesn't he? he, he God takes care of his kids. Now, he's not one of these fathers that doesn't take. He's a perfect father. Amen. You know, you may have looked at your father and he had some issues and had some things that he had to deal with. Well, he he wasn't God. 
Amen. You can't compare him to God. You know, there's some fathers out there and you can't compare him to other fathers either. You know, there may be some good fathers out there. Don't sit there and think every father's not that good just because of one father, you know, but God, he's the perfect father. Amen. He, he knows exactly how to take care of his kids and he has no problem doing it. Amen. And he takes it personal. You know, he don't even like the Bible even says, touch not my anointed for a reason. He don't want anybody touching his kids. Amen. And he loves you and he wants to take care of you. So let's read this again. We're leaving the Amplified Version. It says, because of faith, also Sarah herself received physical power to conceive a child, even when she was long past the age for it. I love that. Because she considered God, who had given her the promise to be reliable and trustworthy and true to his word. Now, that's where we have problems a lot of times is a lot of people, they've lost track that he's reliable, that he's trustworthy, and that he's true to his word. Now, you can hear it in people's talk. You can talk for, with them for a little bit. It doesn't take very long to talk to people and see where they're at. They say, well, well, will he do it for me? Well, you know, he will do it for you. He's faithful. He's reliable. He's trustworthy. And he's true. Amen. He's true to his word, especially if he told you he's going to do something. He will make sure it's done. Well, you say, well, it didn't come to pass. Well, hey, it may not be over yet. Amen. But you need to take him at his word. And you need to remember he's reliable and he's trustworthy and he's true to his word. Now, there you may say, well, he wasn't true for Grandpa Joe. Well, that was Grandpa Joe. You know, God can do it for you. Amen. He'll keep, he'll keep his word, you know. And I don't like it when people talk about God like that. You know, God is a God that is true to his word. He wants to take care of you. He's faithful. Amen. And I like that about Sarah. She was a woman of faith and she said, he's reliable. He's trustworthy and he's true to his word. Amen. And it says, so from one man through his physical or though he was physically as good as dead, there have sprung descendants whose number as the stars of heaven, as countless as the number of the sands on the seashore. Amen. So what is God looking for? At from every mother, what pleases him? What is it that God has to say to us that what we must have in our lives? Let's look over at Hebrews 11, 6. They're just right up from this. And he, right before he talks about the people of the Hall of Fame of Faith, he says this, and this, this is powerful if you get into this. He says, but without faith, it's impossible to please him. Amen. You know, if you want to please God, you got to have some faith. Why does he want you to have faith? Well, God loves it for one thing, right? But he wants to develop you. And if you want to be developed in God and your relationship with the Lord, you got to have some faith. Well, what is faith? Well, we're not teaching on the whole subject of faith today, but the word faith, if you look it up in the vines, it means a firm persuasion. Amen. And are you firmly persuaded today? Think about that. I'm firmly persuaded that there is a God. And I'm firmly persuaded that Jesus did what he said. He went to the cross and he was raised from the dead. Amen. I'm firmly persuaded that he'll do what he says he can do. Well, why am I that way? Well, I feed my faith. Amen. Are you feeding your faith today? For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. What was that saying? He says that he is. He is what? He is your everything. Amen. He says, I am. That's what he calls himself. Why is he calling himself that? Because I am your everything. I am your, I am your provider. I'm your healer. I'm your everything. Amen. I'm your, I'm your peace. I'm your joy. 
I am your everything. So he's saying, what's he saying there? He says, but without faith, it's impossible to please him. But he's also saying that you need to believe he's your source. Amen. Oh, we should go off on this for an hour if we could. But he is your source. He's your source of everything you need. Amen. You say, well, man, that's that's saying a lot. Well, he is. He wants to help you with your finances. He wants to help you with your healing. He wants to help you with your peace. He wants you to get your joy back. He likes to see you happy, doesn't he? That's a good father, isn't it? Amen. But he he is everything. And this is the part that most people forget is that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And, you know, there's a lot to people today. The Lord was telling me about that. There, there are people today that, that they've gotten off track. They've gotten hurt. And they're like, they're, they're talking about God as if he, he didn't come through for them. Well, no, it's just that you didn't feed your faith that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. He does take care of you and he is a rewarder, but you've gotten to where you don't think he is anymore. Well, he is. He's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. They said, well, Jeremiah, how am I supposed to believe that? Well, you need to feed your faith. He says, you got to have faith to please him. You need to get persuaded, right? You need to spend time in his word and you need to get around ministers that speak. And the Bible says, faith cometh by hearing. You need to hear some word, amen. Get yourself built up believing that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. He's, he's one that's going to take care of you, amen. He's your everything. He's your provider, and you got to believe that he is, and you got to believe that he's a rewarder, amen, and he's going to take, he's going to do what he says he's going to do, amen. So for mothers that we want to please God, we got to have some faith, amen. I'm talking about some mothers like Sarah today. Are you a mother like Sarah today? You got some faith? Well, yeah, you, you need to have some faith, amen. We got to be firmly persuaded, amen. Are you firmly persuaded that he is? He's your everything. Well, you have to take time. You got to get into God's word and you got to look up, hey, what, what, what was his name? We were looking this week in the, at Wednesday at Covenants. And the Bible says that he is God Almighty. Amen. And then if you look that up, it's El Shaddai. It's talking about a part of himself, isn't it? It's talking about he's your provider. He's your everything. He'll provide anything you need. But you have to know him as El Shaddai. You have to take time and get persuaded in that. You say, why would I do that? Well, you need to feed your faith. Amen. You, you've lost track. You've gotten off it. You need to feed your faith so you can get to the place you need to be. Amen. We all can do that. I, I remember it uh, wasn't too long ago, and I was like, I was having some challenges with my finances. Well, I was like, what is going on with me? You know, and I just wasn't believing the way I needed to believe. Well, you know, I, I got back and I started feeding my faith. And I got up and I was like, man, I'm starting to expect things from God every day, you know, because I was I started feeding it, you know, and there's people that have lost their expectation in God. They've lost that excitement about God. Well, what happens is you, you you haven't been feeding it. You need to get yourself in an environment that is conducive to your achieving. You know, when you you're where you're at today has to do with the environment that you place yourself in. You know, I mean, if you want to do the things that God has for your life, you got to place yourself in an environment that's going to help you get there. Amen. Get around people that are talking faith and walking faith, people that are excited about God. Amen. But if you're, if you're in an environment where you've kind of pulled yourself out of church, you pulled yourself out of uh, prayer meetings, you don't even listen to preachers anymore, well, you're not feeding your faith. There's nothing wrong with you, you know. You've just drawn back because of hurt or, or different things. But, you know, if you want to get back to that place and you want to get to the place where you're walking with God and you're hearing God, you got to get you got to get around 
the right environment. Amen. Place yourself in the right environment. You got to get, got to get the church. You got to, you got to listen to some ministers that'll build your faith and get yourself built up. And I mean, after a while, you, you, you'll get excited when you get up in the morning. Amen. You'll get excited about doing the things of God and you'll start expecting those things every day, you know, but you're not going to be expecting those things every day if you don't put yourself in the right environment. Amen. I, I, well, we could go on and on about environment. Environment is conducive to our achieving, isn't it? Let's go over to Genesis 18. Genesis 18 and the ninth verse says, And they said unto him, Where is Sarah thy wife? And he said, Behold, in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah thy wife shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the tent door, which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old and well stricken in age, and it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of, of women. Therefore, Sarah laughed. Have you gotten to your place where you, 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 you're almost where you're mocking God? You, you don't believe that he, he'll do something for you. Maybe you listen to this message. And you're like, oh, he's, he's not going to do something for me. Well, that's what happened to Sarah here. Sarah, she's laughing, you know, and she's laughing within herself is what she's doing. You know, she's not doing on the outside. Remember, I told you some people earlier, the Lord was telling me they're depressed, but they're trying not to show it, you know. But you're, you're in a situation where you, you just don't believe God's doing things for you, but he is. He wants to do some things for you right now. Amen. He says, after I'm waxed old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord, being old also? And the Lord said unto Abraham, wherefore did Sarah laugh? You know, and that's the way God is today. He'll, he'll challenge you, you know. He'll come to you and he'll ask you some questions. Now, he he knew if, if she laughed, didn't he? You know, remember when he's in the Garden of Eden, he says, where's Adam? Well, he knew where Adam was. And he knows about your situation. And he, he said to her, he said, why did you laugh? And it wasn't that he didn't know why she laughed. He wanted to see her response. Then he's looking for a faith response out of you. See, what you have to say tells him a lot about you. And it tells you about you too. You know, if you if you try to cover it up or you, you're not honest about it, you know, you know that that tells you a lot about yourself, doesn't it? But is, and I like what he says here. I have surety. He says here, wherefore did Sarah laugh, saying, "Shall I of a surety bear a child which is am old?" He asks them the question. He says, "Anything too hard for the Lord?" And you need to think and talk about think about that today with yourself. Is there anything? too hard for him. You know, maybe in your circumstances and situation, you know, maybe God asked you to do something and you say, well, he's not still doing that, is he? I don't, I don't know if he'd do that for me. Was anything too hard for the Lord? This is a God that is, he makes solar systems, the Milky Way. He threw the stars in the heavens. There's nothing too hard for him. Amen. But if you're at the place and you're having tr trouble believing that he, that there's, things that are hard for him, that's because you need to build your faith. You need to get yourself in the right environment. You need to go, you should, she should have answered him right away and said, nothing's too hard for you, Lord. Amen. But why, why wouldn't she answer that way right away? It's because her faith was low or she was low. Now there's people that are, you know, we go through ups and downs. You look at David in the Psalms. One day he's, he's so happy. He's thrilled. And then and the next minute he's, he's pretty much cursing God. Well, it's because life has its ups and downs. 
And that's why we have to feed our faith every day. We have to bring ourselves up every day. Amen. No one else will do it for us, but we have to bring ourselves up every day. And you say, well, why are you talking about this message now? Well, for, number one, the Lord put it on my heart. But number two, you know, if you're going to enjoy life, you got to get your faith up there where it needs to be. Amen. And you know, you're affecting your kids around you. You know, you say, well, how am I affecting them? Well, you're not happy. Your faith isn't up there. You're affecting people all around you because you're you're not having a good day or, or you're having a rough day and you know you're just going through life and you're not having joy anymore and you're not having peace anymore. Well, you're affecting people around you, you know, and you want to have a good influence on those kids. You want to be, you know, the Lord was dumb earlier. I was thinking about my grandmother, you know, and how she 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 was kind of the prayer warrior in the family. And my grandfather, boy, when they left, were like, oh man, because they were the prayer warriors of the family. You know, and, you know, the next generation comes up and God's counting on them, you know, to be the prayer wars of the family. Are you the ones that are going to step up now? Are you a mother that's going to maybe you're turning into a grandmother now? It's like, are you going to be the one that st- that people can count on? You're praying for them. You're sticking. You're in the, you're filling in a gap, you know, for all your family. Amen. Mothers are that way. My, I think about my grandmother. She was that way. She she would she would be a one that filled in the gap. I remember there wasn't a time that went by that she didn't send me money for my birthday card. I mean, man, she's my grandmother, but she sent everybody money for her birthday cards. You know, she she made a point of it, and she would try to be a good example. She she wanted to touch her whole family. You know, I mean, man, you, I can remember so many times that she just she's so loving. Amen. And you know, you think about that. I was I was thinking about Keith Moore was talking about one time that he had a he had a prayer war in their family. I believe it was their grandmother, and he went on to be of the Lord. And he said, people when she left, they kind of went kind of went off the deep end, you know, because grandma she was the one filling in the gap. She was the one praying for that family, you know. And we need those people that are in there praying for our families, holding in for our families, being a good example for our families. And I we've got some great mothers out there. But, you know, you can't be a good mother filling in for your family and being a prayer warrior for your family if you don't feed your faith. Amen. And seeing good things. I mean, you see them achieving their dreams and their goals. The mother, I mean, it affects the family. Amen. You say, well, I can do that, too. Mama does that. You know, I, and mama gets the finances that she needs. Mama gets healed every time. Mama makes sure that she's praying for us, that we're not sick and Mama, we don't we don't have any health issues in our family. Well, that's because Mama was standing in the gap. Mama was using her faith. Amen. And we need mothers of faith today. Mothers that are firmly persuaded. Amen. And that's what what God's looking for. He's looking across to and fro, looking for someone with some faith. Looking for a mother with some faith. Amen. A mother that's going to take their family to the next level. You know, that's what I love about my wife. She's one of the most encouraging people on the planet. You know. And that and it helps me. It keeps me going the direction I need to go. But she's a good mother. She takes care of kids, encourages our kids, you know. But you think about, are you being that kind of mother? Are you being encouraging? Are you are you being the person that that they say, well, man, mama, mama, she's going to help me. She's going to take care of me. She, you know, she's going to be encouraging to me. Well, you, you can't do that if you don't keep your faith where it needs to be. Amen. You can't get to where you need to go if you don't keep your faith where it needs to be because you know, you're 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 half a nose, half a half a nostril above water all the time because you're just having challenges with your life, and you you don't take the time to build yourself up. And then you know you it's it's hard for you to help other people, amen. But if you're up there and you're swimming doing a backstroke because you're spending time with Lord and you're spending time in His presence doing a backstroke, 
then you're spending time and letting him build your faith because he'll help you if you'll come to him. The Bible says, if you draw nigh unto me, I'll draw nigh unto you. Amen. Then you, then you can do the things that God has you to do. Amen. And I'll tell you, those are dangerous women to the devil, the ones that are building their faith. Women that are staying full of God and, and they're firmly persuaded and they're keeping themselves built up every day in God's presence and in his word. Amen. And that, that comes from spending time in his word, listening to what he's saying through his word. It comes from spending time listening to ministers because a lot of time God uses teachers and pastors and, and people to speak through because faith comes by hearing and you need to build yourself up. You say, well, I can't even read the Bible. Well, turn on a minister that's going to encourage you. Don't don't turn on somebody that's going to, to discourage you. You know That would be the worst thing to do. Turn on somebody that's going to encourage you and build your faith. Amen. So she laughs. And her, she has another laugh. If you look it up in the Greek a little bit later, and it's, uh, she, the first laugh she had, Sarah, was, was a mocking laugh. And, the, and actually in the Hebrew, it actually shows that that laugh was a mocking laugh. But then her laugh changes. And you look it up a little bit, some verses down there, and after she has her baby, and that laugh is in the Hebrew, it actually means that she had a pleasure laugh. You know, and she she became firmly persuaded within the process. We know because the Bible tells us that she became where she believed God and she trusted him. But then after she has her baby, she has a pleasure laugh. Think about that. After you have your baby or the thing that God put in your heart, you're going to have a pleasure laugh. Amen. But, you know, that's where she's at. She's got a pleasure laugh. She's she's happy. Amen. And I, that's what I want for every mother. And I believe that's what God wants for every mother to have a pleasure laugh, being happy. Amen. Maybe you lost your way, but you need to, you can still end this thing with a pleasure laugh. Amen. Get yourself built up, get yourself firmly persuaded and believing that he is your everything. He's your source for everything and your great reward. Amen. We can make those adjustments. Amen. In our lives, you know, but we have to let, we have to let God do that. You know, some of you, you've been hurt for a long time. Well, you got to let him make those adjustments. Let him touch you right there where you're at right now. Praise the Lord and make those adjustments and get you on the track that you need to be. Amen. Somebody may have hurt you. Somebody may have got you off track. Well, you know, that has nothing to do with you and God. God won't hurt you and he'll help you get adjusted and get your life in a, in a situation where you're having pleasure. Are you, are you going to have pleasure in your life? Well, that's your choice. You know, you can go all your life and be, you know, where you just, you're offended and you're hurt on the inside, or you can live a life of pleasure, amen, being firmly persuaded God and feeding your faith and getting where you need to be. You could be bitter all your life, but you can be a, a woman of God that's, in, that's living in pleasure and let God to give birth to those things that he's putting in your heart. There's some things that he's put in your heart a long time ago, and, and, but is anything too hard for the Lord? There's nothing too hard for God, is there? Amen. There's nothing too hard for him. And he still wants to do those things in you. You say, well, that's that's impossible. Man, how can he do it now? Oh, did you sound like you didn't have faith? <laughs> Nothing's impossible for him. Amen. God can work it out more than a million ways. It's not hard for him. And he knows how to take care of your situation, get you where you need to be and get you right on track. Amen. You want to live a life of pleasure. I like the Bible talks about that he has plans and purposes for us. There, there's many scriptures talking about that, but he has a path prearranged and picked for you. And the Bible says in Ephesians, live in the good life. There is a good life, but you got to get back on track. You got to let him build you up 
You got to let him encourage you. Amen. And you need to encourage yourself each day. You don't just not be encouraged. You've got to encourage yourself every day. Amen. David encouraged himself, built himself up, but you got to feed your faith. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy today, Father. We thank you, Father, for these wonderful mothers that are listening by the sound of my voice, Father, Lord. I thank you that you're getting them on track, Father. You're getting them where they need to go. And I thank you, Father, they're going to be pillars in their families, Father, pillars in the in the, uh, the help of all kinds of people around them, Father, Lord, would be a beacon of hope and a beacon of light in their family. And Father, we just ask for that for them, Father, Lord, to help them, Father. And I just thank you that you're there to help them, Father. You love them and you love them, everything about them, Father. You created them in your image, Father. And you sent your son to die for them because they were so important. You couldn't have sent anything that was more precious for their lives, but Jesus Christ. And Father, we just ask, Father, Lord, that you help them to be encouraged today. Help them to make good decisions from this point on, we pray in Jesus' name. And if there's somebody out there today that doesn't know Jesus, or if there's a mother even right now, she's, she may be listening to me, and you need to know Jesus. Well, you just need to believe God has raised him from the dead. Amen. And, and he'll come in there and he'll, he'll help you. So let's, believe, let's pray this after me. Father, I just believe you raised Jesus from the dead. And I just confessed that Jesus is Lord of my life. If you prayed that, I believe you're born again. And welcome to the family of God. And if you want to, you can email me here at jeremiasministries at yahoo.com. If you don't have something to write that down, you can go to our website there at jeremiasmithministries.podbeam.com. We love you here, me and my wife and my family. We love you all. And we pray for every follower we have. I was praying before this broadcast for the followers. If you want to get my prayer uh, my prayers that I do for this uh, ministry, you want to be, become a follower so I can see you out there and I know who I'm praying for. And uh, we'll pray for you. Amen. That God will help you with every area of your life. We just love you. God bless you. If you'd like to contact us for prayer, praise reports, or offerings, go to jeremiasmithministries.com. Thank you for listening.